0: listening to the Alex Spicer Show, where we like to focus on God, family, freedom, and religion, and discuss the true principles that ensure our happiness and our success in light of current and historical events. My Here we go. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Please
1: don't
0: call oh, sorry. Oh. What what song is that? Oh,
1: <laughs> oh my tea's gone cold. And that what she says. My I, my I thought she said, "Please gone gone don't
0: call and wonder why." No, my tea's gone cold. I'm wondering why. That's I, dumb. Wondering why I got out of bed at all. So I didn't even I, know that she said I got out of bed at all. I know, but I swear she said, "Please don't call and wonder why." Yeah, and it sounds like she's just she's saying, talking about tea. Why? Yeah, which is just why. I got out of bed
1: at all. Oh, really?
0: Yeah, and and I only found that out because I used to play that song at restaurants. Oh, really? On my guitar. That's okay. First of all, that song just became more dumb to me, because she's no. talking about tea. It's such a British thing. She is British, yes. Well, sport of tea's Code. And
1: <laughs>
0: hey, what do I you give me <laughs> safe out of bed? Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, seriously, she just made a nostalgic, <laughs> sad-sounding song about tea, and so to all the British, are like, yo, I hate that.
1: Yeah, yeah, oh and all of us Americans, because we don't know yet. what
0: she's saying, we're like, yeah, this is about, like, a breakup or something, because please don't call and wonder why. It's like, a it's like, uh, oh, man, like, there's something down. No, it's just uh, talking about tea. My, my tea's gotten cold. I'm wondering why. Yeah. I got but out I go. of bed at all. Wonder why I got out of bed oh, at
1: yeah.
0: all. Yeah. What? A pathetic <laughs> more, No, she's setting a scene. It's good songwriting. No, no. It is. You started off with my tea's gotten cold, so I don't even know why I got out of bed. How? It's it's like if you're in only England, a Brit be like, would care. Mm, like that, that I don't even know why I woke up this morning. My tea's gone cold. I don't know, my soul. Like, I don't think of a single American who wakes up and goes, My tea's gone cold. Man, why did I even wake up? Like, it's not even gonna be warm. <laughs> <No>. Then why? <laughs> no, Coffee is
1: oh. American
0: Yeah, but I don't I still don't see an American being like my, my coffee was cold when I woke up and I thought, why, why did I even, why did I even wake up today? It's more like, so I hit the Keurig coffee machine and made a new cup in five yeah. seconds. And a, that was no. good. Oh, that's a good song. It's good. Yeah. Okay, fine. What, what, what then is redeeming about it after that? She's setting the scene. What so scene? It's good About her making a new cup of tea. M- a morning ray- rain clouds up my window and I can't see it all. So she's setting a scene of where she's. So in at, other words, life is still bismal because at. her tea is so bad. Um, she, she's just basically having a hard day. Because really no, uh, her tea is cold. No. Because her tea is cold. Like the impetus for all of the bad moods and and gloominess of the song is because her tea is cold. No. What a pathetic loser. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. Done no, that. no, keep going. No. Like, no, what redeems about worthy. it? Okay, <laughs> no, she's setting a scene, scene okay, the, the tea's gone bad, uh, and everything else sucks apparently because supposedly there's an underlying reason. She's
1: it, like having a hard day, having a hard
0: time. If I go to work, if I go to work, it'll be, uh, they'll give me crap at work, but then you called me, and then, oh, it's not so bad. And so the whole song the song's called Thank You. So it's like <laughs> So I wanna thank you. That's okay. what it's about. Hold on. Gratitude. British gratitude. Yeah, but, but only because he he called her about a specific thing. I've got a new spot of tea for you. <laughs> She's like and I just wanna thank you. <laughs> this is the best day of my life. Yeah, that's we I have now. I'm, you know, I've cracked the code on that dumb song. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) No, seriously, that's gotta be what it was. He called and he's just like, What's going on, babe? Oh, don't even work hard. I've been in the clouds. He's like, Guess what, darling? I've got a spot of tea for you. (laughs) And this time it's hot. And it's the best tea of my life. I am offending anyone who may have been an ally of Americans. <laughs> They're like, okay, I can handle Afghanistan, but now, now, no more. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. That's, sorry, that's a random thing just thinking the lyrics through and all that is nonsense. No, it's you not. Can, <laughs> you can just delete that section. No, I'm going to keep that because that, this is important. We're now understanding, now understanding the mu- music we expose ourselves to. We were kids when we were exposed to the. <laughs> we were. And if I had known better that it was about tea, I would never would have listened to it again.
1: Uh-huh, whatever. I mean, yeah. Okay, so
0: there's something that I've been thinking about, and it's it's about the the vacuum, right? If you think about a vacuum, yeah. a vacuum is where you create a void, right? Mm-hmm. But, in the, but when, like, for example, when you create a vacuum, there's literally suction created. Like, meaning, um, if you burst a hole in your spaceship. Well, it starts sucking all the air out because it's trying to enter a space where there's not already pressure, there's not already an existence of an atmosphere. Therefore, it'll pull anything that's there out, right? Okay. Um, and then if you also think of a vacuum in the kind of the dumber sense of like, oh, I'm vacuuming my room, I have a vacuum here. You know, it, it, it sucks things away. But... In terms of the political and cultural cultural um, sphere, progressives, the left, and what um, they they create a vacuum. What they do is they propose they propose to us, and we're dumb enough to believe it. Unfortunately, for the last couple of decades, they propose to us this idea that we can. I don't think "subvert" is the right word, but we can essentially uh, eliminate or do away with. A particular part of human nature, or or, or just uh, psyche uh, of living and thinking uh, and, and nurturing, like, like basically, you get rid of something that human beings rely upon. They pretend as though it's disposable. You can get rid of it, and by doing so, you are a more moral person. However, it's not. It, I do not believe it's that innocent. Right? You propose this idea. For, I'll give you an example. So when we were kids, Rob, do you remember this? <clears throat> no. Oh. I should, I should have introduced you guys. Uh-huh. Sorry. This is my brother, Robert. He is co-hosting with me today. Um, thought it'd be fun to have him on. Also big announcement. He just barely released his California song. If you remember from the last time I had him on, he showed us a song, uh, that he was creating. It's now finished. We'll get to that in a minute, but let, let's go hero fest. Right? So, uh, do you remember Rob, when we were children, Mm-hmm. There was this idea while we were in school, maybe elementary or middle school by this point. And they said this concept was like, "Hey, you shouldn't be trying to teach your children religion. You know, like like don't don't be taken, don't be forcing them to go to church and all this all this other stuff. Let them, you know, like, like leave them alone. And then when they're older, they'll decide if they want to do religion or not. Right? When they get older, let them decide that. Do you remember that? I guess I don't remember anything specific. Of that, but I definitely feel like I grew up with that mindset, so I can't deny it. Yeah. So, oh, with that mindset, meaning like with that sort of logic in there, like, oh, yeah, yeah like, I mean, like leave the kids alone, they'll decide later. That seemed kind of like the norm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe once. I mean, I had a, a fifth grade teacher tell us his spiritual beliefs, which was he was agnostic and didn't believe in God, but there could be a God. For sure. Or, or something out there. And I was just devastated as a fifth grader, Like, you, you don't believe in God? I didn't say anything. But it was just, it was just almost made me cry. because, was like, I can't imagine that. And it was my first introduction to that. So it was kind of like, um, it was sad, y'all. Yeah, well, what um, it, well, it is sad? So with uh, with this idea, right, when they proposed this idea, what, what they were literally proposing was that, oh, hey, you know this thing that human beings rely upon? Th- this teaching, uh, this foundational teaching of morals and of values, which provide a sense of purpose and direction for life? Because that's what religion provides, right? America has always been influenced and impacted in, in uh, altogether a more a Christian-based culture, which has been good because those values have perpetuated our constitution and allowed freedom to expand throughout the world. However, when they said when they came up with this idea, like hey, like you should, like don't don't for they always say don't force religion on on the kids, right? Like like basically they're implying that there's a form of abuse, there's there's bad treatment, there's poor treatment of children. And so, unfortunately, unfortunately, a lot of people believed it, right? They, they thought, oh, yeah, you know, I shouldn't do that. Or, you know, I shouldn't take it too seriously. Like, when they get older, they'll, they'll get into it. But what you found is they didn't get into it. And you ended up raising a generation, primarily our generation, millennials, uh, without a purpose, right? They, they had no purpose. At least they couldn't obtain one from their parents. And part of that is because parents were bad. But, you know, in the end, there was this idea that, oh, it's it's bad to the children. You're mistreating them if you quote-unquote force a religion upon them. So those who took a step back from that role, you know what it did? It created a vacuum, right? So it sucked that away. The thing is, human beings do not exist without... like That need remains. They must have a sense of purpose. They must... They look to something to believe in, to uh, derive meaning uh, from. Are talking about kids? Yeah, human beings, period. Human beings, period, right? Uh, And so what that did is it set up the stage for them to start being indoctrinated by, by a new set of, a new form of religion and ideals. And that primarily came from the political side of things, right? Mm-hmm. They allowed teachers to be like, oh, yeah, and, and then start teaching anti-American things and saying that their only purpose... Uh, they gave them a purpose and sense, of, and sense of meaning, which was to be a protester, to be a warrior for social justice. So, right? so it sounds like you're saying that uh, <clears throat> if people don't have religion they'll have something because it's a vacuum. So that sounds like you're saying there's some, I don't know, biological or spiritual need that everybody needs met. They need that need fulfilled. And if they don't have religion, it will be... Fulfilled by something else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it definitely that spiritual need is there, right? We we believe that we believe a spiritual side. Everyone has a spirit. There is a spiritual aspect to reality. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, there's this psychological need. Like people, like you need to have purpose. If you have no purpose in life, you're directionless, and therefore you're depressed. You do nothing, and there's no purpose in existence. People need a purpose for existence, right? As much as we like to pretend, like you can just make one up for yourself. We really look for direction from other people, especially from those that we consider a uh, who have authority. Our parents are our number one source of authority. And if they abdicate that um that responsibility to teach these sort of things, then they're going to go to the next best thing, which is our their teachers, right? Those who they spend the most amount of time with. And and we see this though even with like people who get into gangs, right? They don't have the family structure there, and so they they pick up the, the belief system, and the behaviors, the values, of of their peers of, of the of the gang, and they and that's why violence is perpetuated, crime is perpetuated. The only way you really break down gangs is by having a stronger family, right? Because people will not look for for meaning, for a, a, a sense of belonging or anywhere else, because they'll get that from their family. Well, it, well, politics also played that role as well, right? Can you can think of your friends where They derive a sense of belonging from their, their political uh, ideologues, right? The people who believe is the same as them, right? It's like, oh yeah, we're all LGBTQ BLM advocates, yeah, like like you know they're they're part of this group. Mm -hmm. They have they have a, um, a community. But our number one community should be our family, and our number two community ideally would be church, right? If we if we can if we can go to a church because, you know maybe we're not too offended. Um, but anyways, what I'm trying to say is they propose this idea, which is hey, you're bad if you do this and people you know start to believe, oh I can understand that, you, know, maybe I should just let my kid grow up with that And now they have they have this void and needs to be filled and they will eagerly soak up what their teachers will teach them. The other thing here is um they also like after that step, what I noticed is that they they talked about, they basically alluded to the idea that if you have morals, right? If you have morals uh, uh, and a, a set standard of values, you were a bigot, right? Hmm. Right? Because, and some of the things they will throw out there is like, well, if you believe this to be a sin, right? Like, like you're you are perpetuating hate, you're causing people to kill themselves, right? If you have a standard of moral values and you can't be open, you're not being open minded, you're being unkind. Uh, you're, you're being, sorry, you're being close-minded, you're being bigoted, and so people, they don't want to be attacked and called those, those sort of terms. And so they'll, they'll go, what you need to be is you need to be relative. Everything's relative to everyone. Mm -hmm. Does that sound familiar? It's like, there's no longer really right and wrong, it's whatever it is to you, it's your truth. Yeah. Yeah. It's always changing to, or improving, however you view it. Yeah. Well, I mean like the, your truth is such crap (laughs) because there is the truth and then there's your, your, there's your experience, right? Mm -hmm. However, to have a set, a standard, a set of moral values that you follow that will actually say, yeah, what you're doing is wrong is important because how can you even determine what right and wrong is if you don't, know, if you don't have morals? If, if everything is relative, that it really is up to the person. How do you even have laws? Laws are dependent upon mor- morality. Hmm. Now... Deep stuff. Pass <laughs> the pipe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh it's philosophizing heard in my bride. Namaste. Namaste. Oh, downward facing dog. <laughs> <laughs> Warrior pose, and uh, but you think about it though, relativism. Rob, you have a lot of friends who have accepted relativism. Had a lot of friends. <laughs> I didn't lose them. They lost me. Like they rejected me. But let me ask you a question though. <clears throat> when they accepted relativism which claims that there's no right and wrong, it's all up to the individual. Did they actually believe in relativism or did they judge certain people to be <laughs> wrong and evil?
1: I don't know. I mean, they're
0: I all I know, yeah, they just go with the flow. Like one of them is still like harassing about any, harassing anybody who's a member of our church like you guys you guys are homophobes and I and I hope you guys um figure, like, I don't know, repent and, and I don't know, she didn't say repent because she's definitely not religious, but she's like, hope you guys recognize the error of errors of your ways, but my, my thoughts are, like, yeah, that's what's popular and right, right now, according to modern relativism, but had she been around 70 years ago or however many years ago, she would have been like, yeah, being gay is awful. You know, it was like, Uh, She's only going to go with the flow of society, and I and society will always have a moral justification for what they do, and that's and that makes sense because no one says, I disagree with all this, but for some reason I like it (laughs) (laughs) or or something. I don't know, It, it doesn't make sense. So, yeah, everybody is only doing what they think is right, but luckily, we have religion, so we don't have to wonder who's actually right, we know what's a universal truth what is actual truth well it's important to even let's say we're wrong let's say we're wrong it's so much it's so much better to have at least decided what is right and wrong so you so you can produce some sort of effect and hopefully it's positive right
1: huh.
0: in our case i believe we're right meaning i believe jesus christ is our savior i believe christianity is is the true is uh you know the gospel. That's that's the true thing to live by. Yeah. Um, but regardless of what sort of person does it does it produce, right? And the sort of produce produce a person, the gospel Christianity produces. If mm-hmm. you actually follow the principles, mm-hmm. is a good person, someone who will respect other individuals, but someone who is not a weakling and will roll over at at any sign of uh, of being a uh, labeled or mislabeled, I should say, and misjudged. Mm-hmm. Because that's what we see here, right? We have we have spineless Christianity, which is like, oh yeah, we are being bigoted by holding to our standards. No, no. First of all, you have to prove to me that I'm a bigot just by having beliefs of uh, beliefs that are different than yours. Because here's the thing: if I'm a bigot by believing that some of the things you do are sinful,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, but I but, I, but I, don't, I don't mistreat you. I don't I don't uh, do evil things towards you. But that's a belief of mine. That would then you are equally a bigot for believing that I am evil for not believing that uh, BLM is a good and righteous cause or for not believing that uh, that LGBTQ uh, advocacy is like you know is the way to go right is, is the way to show righteousness right? Hmm. Because either way, we're judging each other. We say living like that or, or lying, uh, spatting off of falsities breaking down the family unit is wrong. Hey, you're still someone I should respect, and you you deserve rights. The other side is, well, you're wrong. But the only only people who get accused of bigotry are who? Bigots? <laughs> just, <laughs> just kidding. No. Good answer. Sorry. So no, but the, the only people who get accused of bigotry are the ones who usually have a moral foundation. Yeah, that's exactly right. Don't I get the answer? No, I was just asking you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Kimasabe. Here's a toothbrush. Now clean my toilet. <laughs> um, no, I just it, the, it, it's interesting though because what I have discovered and, and I and I wrote about this a long time ago is relativism. It, all it all it was was a tool to break down the the the, the moral standard of society mm. in order to introduce the next phase which was a new religion and a new moral set of values. So you talk of religion. You and I have spoken of religion here so far as though it has to be spiritual. But what is religion, Rob? Um, oh man. Quiz, and you have 10 seconds. Uh, um, it's like the part of you that fulfills your morality within yourself. And it's typically tied with your spirituality. But spirituality and morality are pretty synonymous. Like if you kill somebody, you're gonna morally feel bad because you can kind of say, Well, taking life is bad but then like spiritually, I don't know, I feel like you just impacts your conscience. Yeah, you would just feel bad. Yeah. There's feelings in there. <laughs> yeah I, I'd say they're Just all they're all kind around. of uh, tied together and syndicated perhaps in a way yeah yeah um but then now now we have a new religion though and that's politics right because think oh, about it right sure, Be- because yeah. religion is your set of beliefs yeah and what they're saying is they're, what they're saying really is believe this way or you know <laughs> mm-hmm. we, like, like we're, we're going to destroy you we're going to get rid of you sure um but let's, let's take a quick break here. What, what I want to... Okay. Let's, take it, let's Definite take zealots, I would just add to that. Oh, you want to Okay. Yeah, it's like, if you look at the re- religious zealots who went too far and they... With Judaism? Yeah. Yeah. And any, any religion in any form can always go too far. And uh, I feel like they have another, like, the early pilgrims, like, killing witches or something. Or oh, like witch that. trials, yeah. Yeah, with that but it's like yeah that would any zealousness zealotry yeah would uh would uh produce the same chaotic result which is what we're seeing right now that's right well, it, well because zealotry um ensures that there's there's no other option right it, it's a form of totalitarianism it's a totalitarianism of the mind yeah and I, I would say that's like that is so rampant right now for sure. And on a side tangent, uh, there should be like some comic book or, or a TV show where, and maybe there is, of pilgrims in the Salem witch trial era where they're real witches. And the pilgrims are like the superheroes, and they have to kill all these witches. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: like he, did not see that coming. It's like, oh, Father and John, then his, and then history. Cut her head off. <laughs> history was
0: written by the by the last witch who survived, and so she just like turned it into That's like right. into a she false narrative, it. right? Yeah, just like like we'll believe all this BS about Trump when all along and it was like if there was actually good stuff going on. be like, <laughs> and the pilgrims they. Started murdering these yeah. innocent people. They're no riches, and she's yeah, like a wasp. Witch. Witchcraft isn't even real. She, she's in a cave, like writing it up. <laughs> Remember my story? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> doing witch stuff. <laughs> That's all I got. Witch stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. Anyways, let's, L- let's take a quick break here. Now, let, let's go to uh, your song. So you just released a song, ironically, right next to. The uh, recall election for Gavin Newsom. Um, By the way, if you don't know my opinions on it, for California's governor, Gavin Newsom, it looks like, I mean, all day they've been saying, well, the counts aren't finalized, but it's very clear he won. Yeah. Which is very, very sad to me because if you really can vote for that guy, you're you're either, uh, I don't know, you got to be brain dead or you've got to be an ideologue meaning like your your zealotry like like you are so into this that whatever they say goes because you know that's what you live by which i think has got to be the case i, I anyways we're well, taking this i would add to that that it's very easy well your definition of brain dead i, I would add or say it's it, it's very easy to become to 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 think that someone like him is great and uh i mean i hate to say like You're wrong and I'm right. But I would say it's easy to believe that because there is a million news channels that all say he's a great governor. You should vote for him backed up by the president of the United States, the vice president, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, yada, 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 yada. And then Hollywood as well. So it's like everywhere you turn, we'll tell you he's a good guy, and whoever he's running against is bad, no matter what. There's so a, I would, there's a major I would, uh, influence over the mind, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, and I would say it's very easy to think that he's good for the for the state, and that goes for anybody who's conservative because the the how's that saying go? If you control the narrative, you control the masses. Yeah. And and that's that's what we live in, and that's. So I would say it's, it's not surprising and it's not necessarily people are wicked and they know what's going on and they're like, hmm, vote, we want, we want that anyways. um, But, but they're living in cognitive dissonance, right? It's like, oh, if they're watching all this stuff and it's like, Gavin, that's a great guy. And then they're like, why can't I hardly pay for living right now? It's, It's so expensive oh, crap, there's criminals all over the place because they let him go for COVID reasons and they won't lock him back up. Oh, and also all my favorite shops I like to go to are, are, are ruined, right? I, well, like, I, I, I can't go there. So, so it's like you're living in a dystopian reality caused by his actions, and yet you're fed this. So you are living with cognitive dissonance. However, yeah. but that's like 1984, right? These people are living in oppression, but then whatever the TV tells them, they, they believe. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well and, and and on top of that we're not we don't live in California. So maybe it's really bad in some cities and not even noticeable in other cities. So, oh no for sure. So I have I I don't know what it's like. But uh, but but the I just, but the caveat out there that like the narrative is very, very well controlled and uh, and a lot of people don't care about politics, so they just wanna live their life, which was which was bliss for me when I felt like that and then I got a job where all I listened to is the news, <laughs> the news, <laughs> not the news, and NDWS.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, was, like, like way, way to ruin the space. <laughs>
0: I'm trying to take a break here, and you're Sorry. like, so I'm going to engage in Sorry. conversation <laughs> now. <laughs> I've been, I was oh, so, hold on a <laughs> sec. I was so hoping that. Um, I really liked one of the guys running, and I was Larry Elder. Yeah, well, yeah, so he, he's awesome. Like, I've been listening to him for years now. And um, it's like, oh, he's running. Oh, dude, he do so good. Well, and, it's and then funny it's like, too, here's the black face of white supremacy. Like, yeah. And I, the, I don't understand then he how gets you can even attack by that. a racist too. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> and the thing is, the news like mess. the news don't care about. It. They don't. They don't like. They're just like. Yeah. No S given here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's because he's of the wrong political persuasion. It's crazy, but it is pretty cool to think that like, you know, everybody who listens to their favorite commentators. And they always say, like, oh, I'd love for you to, if they ran for president. Even, like, I remember back then people were like, Oprah, if you would run for president, oh the world gosh. would be a better place. You know, it's like everybody would love that. And it's like, oh, he's one of those dudes who actually did it, which, like, po- like politics aside, is like, wow, you don't
1: you don't see that very often. Yeah, a lot which of these influencers so, that I, like,
0: I think that's pretty sweet. It was like, okay, I've talked enough about this crap. I've had enough of this crap. I'm going to try to make a difference. And he lost. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think, if anything, I hope that the best thing he gets out of this whole thing is millions of more listeners. I hope like, so. Like they they get, wouldn't say his name. Did you see that? No. All the people promoting him, like Biden, um, they they would not say who they're running against. They wouldn't say his actual name. See, it's, it's, it's intentional. Oh, it's that's has got so, intentional. Oh, no, it's intentional. It's so sly, right? Yeah. Oh, it's so sly. Why give it? Why bring attention to your? Yeah. Well, I mean, and oh, and other things. I. Well, that's that's why. Like when I ran heard. political ads, right, for that one lady, I I tried oh, to yeah. never say any uh, the other person's name because the only thing I wanted to remember was her name when they went to the polls, right? Mm, that way they don't point. have to be like, oh, who's the bad guy? They just had to remember that lady. Ah, there we go. Yeah. So it's 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 Sly, but oh, it's it's so. <laughs> yeah. Geez. It's sneaky. It is sneaky, yeah. So I get that. I mean, I do marketing, and oh, oh it's just yeah. And, and it goes against the narrative. Wait, how did Biden even suit. support him? So, uh, oh,
1: you, he, he you, just said you should
0: he. vote for for my best friend here, Gabby. <laughs> Gabby's a great, great gal. He likes to wear suits, uh, oh, rub yeah. the hairs on my legs, uh, <laughs> chew international pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, pause, pause. We're <laughs> trying to take a break here for Para Tu Música. I think not even speak Espanol. Yeah. Uh, um, so, you released a song uh-huh. about California. It's called uh-huh. California. Uh-huh. Okay. California, yeah. California, yeah? California. Not California, yeah. It's called California. <laughs> your your artist's name is Saving Rob. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got two, um, I suppose, but yeah, that's the one I'm okay, pursuing yeah, my let's, artistic let's, let's stuff. Look, let's look. How's that for complicated? <laughs> yeah, saving Rob. Yeah, yeah, saving Rob. I Also, I discovered, I have to say this, mm-hmm. I was putting together a video, and I was like, oh, I should use, I can I find Rob's music on here? I found your music on TikTok. I could literally yeah. pull up your song on TikTok and use it as my background for my video. No way. I didn't do it because it wasn't matching the theme of, of what I was trying to do, well, but you. I was like... So I'm going to do that sometime. I, w- I okay. want to do that. Because I, like I could I could pull off a good good one with that in the background. But I'm like, I can legit find you on TikTok. Like, find that song on TikTok for the background music and use it. Hmm.
1: Well, so cool. if you're listening
0: to this, guys, use this song. Like, if you have a TikTok, just, just make a dumb little video, whatever, and use it in the background and make it, like, the overarching thing people are hearing. Because, sure. I mean, it sticks in people's yeah. brains. I've heard so many songs. I'm like, I don't even know the whole thing. But I, now I know it now. And now I'm like, I've got to hear the whole thing because this is so stupid, right? Uh, like like Joe or Be- Ber- Jeff Burnham, Bo Burnham or Bo Burnham. Yeah, like say the right. I'm like I don't like this is such a stupid song, but now if like, I was at work finally and I just said I'm gonna listen to it and I asked my coworkers to look it up and I'm like, ah, it, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> funny. Okay, uh, so yeah. your song is here. Yeah, I want you. I want you to tell us the story behind it. So sure. Maybe can. How I... did it get to where it is now? Okay, oh, go for it. Well, can, I, can I
1: send you the songs? So oh you know, yeah, a yeah, I'll,
0: I'll play the, I'll play it. And he'll play some of it. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Sorry, what did you ask? How did you get to where you are now with that song? Oh yeah, yeah, the story. So I don't know. I I wrote it. I write a lot of songs, and I I, I suppose I was just thinking one day of how cool California is and all the things to do there. Uh, it's fun. Uh, so I wrote the song. I played it. It happened to be a newer song I had written when I when you asked me to be on your podcast last time. So you said to play a song and I had that one down because um, it has a fun finger plucking guitar section. Sure. and I played it. and then I posted the podcast that you, we did. You shared the episode. Yeah, I shared it on Facebook or Instagram and one of my buddies heard it Sam and he is my producer on some songs so he he's like dude that song is so good and i will give you a really really good deal but you have to release that song i've already got an idea for it so he so, was so he was so inspired by what he heard he was like i'm not even trying to do this to make a profit i just i just want to
1: I suppose yeah. He wasn't like he wasn't like yeah, but he
0: wasn't like oh, I'm gonna yeah. charge a full price. So this would be great. He was like, I'll give you a great deal. Like you know, he he needs, yeah. he needs to be paid for it's some like, of the work he does here. But he he was inspired. He had saw a really good idea. Song. Yeah, oh, yeah, he felt like oh this could be a hit. So um, yeah, All All right. Right, because you had me playing your podcast, it, it ought to be a hit. It's just acoustic. <laughs> so now my thoughts are like oh I need to play another song. <laughs> and then he'll give me another deal <laughs> but, play another song and someone else comes along and be like I'll give you the best deal here's a record label best deal yeah I'll, I'll just play my crappiest song and see what happens <laughs> no but it, it it's good I mean it, oh, legit thank you. it's it's really good it, it ought to be a hit like honestly Well, I told you, right? I shared it with people I work with and they're like, they told me, they said, this sounds like something they would actually hear on the radio and and like listen to the whole thing and be like, oh, this is great, right? They wouldn't have been like, oh, what is this? Like they actually thought it was great. Well, thanks. Yeah, I actually, and I, it just came out yesterday, which ironically, I didn't plan this, but yesterday was the official recall election date, September 14th which was yesterday, because I don't know when you're releasing this. But so it's funny that the song came out on the California re-election day, uh, recall election day. And uh, it's kind of fitting because it's about California and how awesome it is. But it's like, as, as much as it is the land of dreams, it's like, I just don't know if I could live there now, so. So, yeah. so it is kind of a good theme, but now you should make a new one. It's called California Part 2, yeah, where it's like get the, get it's like California go. sucks now because Gavin Newsom's still <laughs> throwing in the power, you know. Yeah. Larry Elder's oh, my man. I'm not even a Californian. But if I did I would have voted for him. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> people are like, this, this song is song's gonna get go out you of <laughs> out really fast. <laughs> okay, let, let, let's pause real fast. We're gonna play that song. We're gonna let people hear that song and then
1: uh... I wanna move to California. I wanna learn to surf. And see the hills on Hollywood. And make the coast my turn. But I just can't make it. The thought of failing hard again. And they got real high taxes. And with my beliefs, I don't think they'll let me in. But I wanna move to California. And start again I used to think I want to be an actor When I was only eight And my mom said, let's see your emotions Said, don't put me on the spot, I'm only eight I had a good feeling there was something so big in me Something so big to do And the world's gonna know Scared to make a jump Well I got means to write a song And another never stop Even with my face and crooked teeth And everything I'm not All
0: right, thank you, Rob. That that was a that was a great song. Uh, so if you produce another good uh, another good one, I mean you've produced several that are I think are really really good. Um, yeah, I I'll keep pushing them on what I do because I I like them. They they're good. Thanks. Nice. Now. Let's go back to this uh, this this concept. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Quit trying to kiss kiss up. I have no. You have, a, you the, have nothing to is, gain. The term yeah, is to suck up or to brown nose, but you said kiss up. Well, L- whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. You spreckin' the English? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't want to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> you kissing my... <laughs> we don't cuss. Yeah. No, I, I I do mean that. So uh, if you can't take a compliment, then um, yeah. Well, heck with you, man. All right, so... Enough about my song. Enough about your song, because really, it's not that good that we keep talking about it. <laughs> oh, Thanks. Rob, what do you think of this idea? Th- this is what I'm observing, right? We watch what's going on in the news. We watch what the president's saying.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, like, you gotta get these you know, governors out of the way. They're not, you know, they're not doing what I think ought to be done with COVID. Or, or it's like, um, I'm running out of patience. Or Fauci being like, oh, yeah, like, you know, we should wear more masks. Or we're probably going to restrict travel. That's not a bad idea. Yada, yada, yada. And then the media is pushing the narrative further and further. I'm picking up that what they what they're getting at is that, <clears throat> excuse me, they are wanting just obedience. So let's cool. look at the timeline here, right? I mean, a timeline has been going on a lot longer than this, but just just in terms of the context of our conversation, it was, hey, don't don't force religion on kids. What does it open them up to? Manipulation of a new religion by. The educational system, which is primarily progressive, and it got more radicalized when over time. When did that? What was that? That was during our childhood and, and on through now, right? Now it's a, it's really a, it's really a thing. Um, uh. And then it's like and then it's like oh moral relativism. You can't like, every you know it, just because it's wrong to you doesn't mean it's wrong to me. And by the way, they did that with laws too, and they still do that. They'll be like, we gotta look at the context of this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he broke into someone's store and robbed the whole place, set it on fire, and ruined someone's business. But he was raised on the street. Oh, leniency. Let's not put him in jail. Right, or getting. It's like like giving probation. It's like like no. You have to have a moral standard, or you literally rob people of justice. Right. Right. Um, And so, like, you go from that to that, and then now it's like, okay. Then there's this idea that hey, you need to get rid of prejudice within yourself. Right. You couldn't just live your life normally and treat people equally. You can't treat others like equals. Is that allowed anymore? You're treating others like you're equals? Yeah. No, it's not allowed because because if someone is of a different race and you treat them like they're an equal, like like, like, like they are the same as you. Oh, I see what you're saying. If they are an equal, then it's like, you bigot. At all times, you're all oppressing this person. And so in order for you to offset your oppression also to prove that you're not a racist bigot, you need to do some special stuff here, right? I mean, nowadays it's the... Admit your oppression, right? But it's always been like, give him preferable treatment. Prefer, uh, um, oh, Rob, sorry so, for those of you don't know. Ah,
1: oh, uh, you, you
0: are ruining this episode, I swear. Thanks. <laughs> you hear? You hear him Maybe screwing on, time. screwing on the cap of this candle. He had a candle, and he blew it out.
1: We're and now the, it's we're in a sound you
0: know, booth. Sound booth, and, and now it stinks to high heaven of of. Smells great. I literally choked on the on the, on the smoke, uh, the smoldering of that wick. Oh. Anyways, you know, so we see Boy. that in order for you to <laughs> prove that you're not a that you're not a bigot, you have to state so. You also have to treat people special, right? Like, oh, you know what? I'm a CEO of a company. I should have equal proportions or more more representation of color mm-hmm. in myself. Where it's like. Well, if everyone's equal, then you should try to seek out the best of the best and and but, and but give everyone equal opportunity to, to get there, right? You don't keep anyone back. But if someone's in a certain position of power or whatever, it's like, I don't know, I would feel robbed. I would feel very upset. It's just like... If well, you I, were in a position of power? If I was given something, I didn't earn it. But, I, but oh, I, it, because I'm treated as though I never could have gotten it unless they gave it to me. Right. Because then it's like... I didn't make anything of myself. You made you made me, right? Like if you're a hobo and someone took away your food, what? What? <laughs> or gave you food? There we go. That makes you're, more you're sense. You're a special kind of stupid. No, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hobo! You gave me food. I didn't earn this. <laughs> <laughs> sure. No, that's not even the same thing at all. That's that's kind of happened before though, <laughs> because we offered to get food to this hobo guy. He was like, "Hey, do you guys have any money?" We're like, "Hey, no, we got food." He's like, "What? What is it?" Yeah. Well, we just, we're here, and he's like, oh, no, I already ate. I've, I've got dinner right here. And he pulls out some ranchers in his pocket, like Jolly Ranchers. Right? Like, what? And we're like, well, we don't have money. And he just, like, rips it out of our hands and walked away. That was in Salt Lake City. With Sam, by the way, the producer. Okay, enough about Sam. Which is the producer. No one, no one cares about him. Of my new song okay. that just came out. Okay, it's now after midnight, and you're ruining my life. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. It's late. It is uh, like... I'm not acting right. <laughs> you're finally getting fun, but you're also getting stupider. <laughs> <laughs> but now now everything I'm seeing is it's a cry for obedience, right? Okay. Because now it goes, uh, religion's bad, don't force it on upon people. Oh, there's no such thing as morality; is relative. Oh, actually, here's how you ought to believe. If you don't do so, you're a bigot. Here's how you ought to act. If you don't do so, you're a bigot. And now it is... Now here's here's the next proposition by the progressive left, and that is, freedom, is too dangerous. Mm. Think about COVID, right? You can't be free. For example, Fauci was saying all these people, and I think he even said these young people, they're not getting the vaccine and stuff. And what we got to do is we got to coerce them to do so. We got, you know, we got to be like, oh. Um, you can't work at this agency unless you get this vaccine. You can't do this unless you get this vaccine. You can't right. go to yeah. these public places unless you get it, right? And eventually it's that scary. way they'll choose to get the vaccine. I'm like, that's coercion, not choosing. But
1: Right, yeah. What, you know, potato,
0: potato. Potato, potato. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking that earlier today too. Well, I think you maybe you sent me a video. Nazi, social, national socialist, and potato, potato. Is this, is this right. a, it's the same thing. It literally is. Um <laughs> It, it, and that's but that's what they're wanting, right? They're wanting obedience because the proposition is freedom is now too too dangerous. It is now too dangerous. Oh. I don't care if this is the if this is uh, some other horrible like, like uh, this is um uh what is it called the that that river that that the illness that they came out with. I'm blanking on the illness that the Wuhan no in virus? Africa it was that African virus Nile um, no um Jordan. It happened during Obama. There was a small outbreak, but regardless, Mm. I don't care if this is a major disease where that it's like that one where it's it's like a fifty percent death rate. No, this was like a like an actual like really bad thing. Not not like a flu or anything. Okay. And uh, I don't care if it's even that bad. Ultimately, in the end, people have to be able to choose for themselves. So if you go back to um, when polio was really bad,
1: yeah,
0: (coughs) polio like, like. People went and got that vaccine because they're like, I don't want to be blind or crippled for the rest of my life. I'm going to get that. Right. Yeah. And those who didn't, they, they were like, oh, I'm willing to take the risk. Right. And that's how it should always be. I'm willing to take this risk because it's my own life. Right. And here's the thing. This is a this is a political pandemic more than an actual pandemic, meaning, yeah, it spread around the world. But like the response to it is all politicized. Yeah. This is not an illness that goes away, that virtually disappears when you vaccinate for it. Like, you vaccinate for polio, it's an actual vaccine, you don't get it. And you can be around those with polio, and it's like, sweet, you got polio? Well, I'm fine, because I have a polio vaccine. Yeah, I won't get it. And now what there's, but the thing is, they call it a vaccine, it's not a vaccine, it's a shot. And they'll be like, oh, by the way, freedom is too dangerous. Get the vaccine, it's the only way we can be safe. It's like, well, if it's actually a vaccine, technically, if you get it, you could... If you wanted, you could point at all of us and and say, "Aha, suckers! I got it." So, if, so I got the vaccine. So, if you get it, sucks to be you, because I'll be fine. But that's not how it works. Yeah, because you can still get sick. Well, yeah, to tons of people shot. are still getting COVID, and you know, mm-hmm. we're not even talking about the Delta variant, and they're not dying either. So yeah, they're, it's like, they're not dying, and it's uh, like we're dealing with the flu. Yeah, it, it is very weird. It just feels like, like we're I don't know, because when you're listening to the news and seeing things on YouTube or TikTok or wherever you're you're seeing stuff about the world that you would think like everyone's running around and houses are on fire and and you know, or it's like a zombie outbreak, but then you get into the real world and you're like it's not that I got sick, I had COVID, it's
1: not that bad. I mean it, it
0: And you really, actually did. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, it really sucked, sure, but like what sickness doesn't suck and I didn't die. Yeah. And and it's like Okay, I'm better. The real world. No one's really freaking out around here in Utah, so I guess my thoughts are. Um, it, it reminds me of what's that book, uh, War of the Worlds, or whatever. Yeah, it is you've, War of the you've Worlds. You've heard the uh, 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 Orson Wells, I think, is when I read it. Um, or if I got that wrong, I don't know. But they read it on the radio. Yes, yeah, that, they that is War of the Worlds. It was like a radio it, show. Yeah, actually, what. Mom, our our mom was talking about uh, when she was telling me that our is our great grandma, our our great grandma from Ireland. She was listening to the radio when that was going on, and she ran to the barn and was hiding in in terror because she thought the end of the world was happening. And that that's kind of kind of makes me think of for this pandemic is like people who are not heavily invested into looking on. Okay, what's actually happening? Like me. And you and a lot of people in our family are just people who are just hearing what what's the mainstream narrative right now and all in believing it. And then it's fun to to ride that river of the mainstream, that ride that stream,
1: yeah, and say stream.
0: like, "You guys are idiots! Um, <laughs> like, you guys need to get a vaccine or or whatever." It's popular, it, right? It, it's easy, but but that's you're you're part that's of the, the crowd. Simple path. I, w- well, I would say. Well, the difference, right, with War of the Worlds, it freaked everyone out. They thought it was real, and they had to be like, this is a fictionalized radio show. This is for entertainment. Yeah. And now it's like everything, what they should be telling people is like, by the way, everything we're telling you is fictionalized or exaggerated. This is really just entertainment. We're, we're just going for shock and awe factor. We just want ratings right. and viewers. But, this is, but it's not really actually what we say it is. That's what they ought to say because that's the truth. Well, that, but they well, present it as fact because... They don't want people getting out of that mainstream wave like you talked about. They want obedience, right? Freedom is too dangerous. Well, what's ironic about that is
1: it's like they're making a
0: big deal out of something that's turning out to be not that big of a deal. And then so it's like everybody wake up and then now they're taking it a step further and, and it's like you look at Australia, they're like, I, uh, Mom sent us a, a clip of <laughs> of a news station saying like, and this guy was out and about who left his hotel room he sneezed in the elevator. Is that and that it was one? in the elevator or something like that. And they're like arresting him. And I thought, I legitimately thought it was uh, like, a, a, like a fake. Like SNL skit or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like something that was made to be making fun of everything. And it wasn't until like three quarters to the video. it was like, oh my gosh, this is real. And then to find out that they have like concentration camps for people with COVID in Australia and how they're kind of dipping their toes and introducing that and it's like it went from everyone's taking this way too serious it's not that big of a deal to like holy crap I think people are taking this way too this is this beyond taking it way too serious yeah. this, is, this is now and now it's gonna become a very very big deal this is now a dystopian fe- future turned into reality yeah. well, well that goes back to obedience like I was saying right yeah. because because those in power are so annoyed that people aren't aren't taking it as seriously as they want it to it's like you can't make your own decisions. Look at you. You're living dangerously. Yeah, but that's my choice. And also, it's not that dangerous. No, no, no. We'll decide how dangerous it is. Do what I said. Yeah. You know, Do what I say. It's like, do it or suffer the consequences. And Australia, what do you have? Yeah, you have people. Did you know a man? They went on a manhunt for a guy who sneezed in an elevator without a mask on by himself in the elevator. There's no one in the elevator. He had the audacity to be in there and have no mask on and sneeze and then he just disappeared because they're hunting him and he's like what the F like you imagine <laughs> it's like I'm being hunted because I sneeze like <laughs> why are you trying to intimidate me mate <laughs> <laughs> <So funny>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm t- t- intimidated <laughs> Austria <huh? laughs> don't bring up that movie <laughs> no no, it but seriously like, it, it is about obedience at this point right Fauci said it it's like, like well we're going to coerce it. him to do it right all these places, it doesn't matter. Like, what if this was a bubonic plague? Heck with you guys. I don't care what you're saying. If I want to put my life at risk, I'm going to live dangerously. Yeah. I'll live dangerously, but you may not rob me of my freedoms. Right, yeah. That's what we're leaning towards, right? Like, that's really where all this goes. Yeah, which I would point out is, like, no one would be even saying what you just said. Like, I I want my freedoms. No one would be saying that if this pandemic, quote-unquote, wasn't As dangerous, if it was as dangerous as everyone is talking it out to be. Like, if it really was that scary and dangerous, me, you, and everyone we know would be like, I want the vaccine right away. But everyone's alive around us. Not a lot of people that we know within our circles are dying. I don't know. Maybe I'm digging myself a hole. Well, this is why I don't. Why'd you put me on this podcast? Because you're fun, it just seems overhyped. Is, is, it is, is completely overhyped? Opinion. Let me ask you, is it is it ever justifiable to say you're not allowed to go to church? You're oh, not allowed no. to run your business. I mean, if it's it not was like, vital enough. Polio seemed pretty dangerous. If it was like that, then I'd be like, okay, I don't want to go. But see, I would choose. But they would too. recommend it. But they yeah. but it's still not right of them to say you actually don't have the right anymore. You also you're may not right, protest in yeah. the street. Well, unless it's Unless it helps us politically, you can go protest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> BLM, oh, Antifa. Oh, oh, you know what? COVID is pretty smart here. It uh, it doesn't like to hurt those who are helping our cause. So, uh, it took a break. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, it didn't. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. It, it's it's funny, and I can't believe people are still believing it. Um, so here's here's some here's some of the uh, important principles. We we happen to live it's not the same in every single country, but in most Western countries it is this way, and especially in America. We have a responsibility. The power lies within the people. Mm-hmm. We have a responsibility to protect and defend our freedoms. We should never, ever say, Oh, like it, it won't be ours unless we have the right person in power. It's like, no no no. We should be the number one defenders of our freedom and, and one of the ways that we prove that is that we try to vote for the right people. But ultimately, if that person's corrupt yeah. we're, we're going to put our foot down and say and, and vote them out and or defend ourselves with our weapons, right? Like, the Second Amendment is about a tyrannical government. It's not about the thief who comes to your door trying to rob you, right? Yeah. That's a, that's a good side benefit. But the founding fathers, what people don't remember is that the founding fathers, they studied as much history as possible and they followed the patterns of human behavior and the patterns of governments going corrupt. And what do they do? One of the number one freedoms... The first freedom that everyone must have in order to live is the right to property. The the number one property of someone is their own person, their own body, their 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 own life. That is your number one property. Slavery takes away that property, right? Because you now have to live according to what someone else says.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, mm-hmm. a tyrannical government is a form of slavery. You are enslaving people. You you remove their ability to own property in that way, right? And, and so, like in the in a sense, tyrannical governments they always go after. Taking away people's rights because in the end, if you have no more rights, you can no longer have you can no longer own yourself. You are owned by the state, right? Like what you do, it's like no, no. no like you know, it's like oh, I want to live my life as I choose. No, because everything you do affects everyone else, and technically, you know, like we own you, hmm. and uh, we we need you, a little. You know, busy worker bees to <laughs> to be producing for you, know, to, to do what we want you to do, right. to build up our future. Like, this is about what we want now, not about what you want. There's no agency. This reminds me of a, of a story. And I'm going to share this. If you're not part of my faith, here's what I want you to do. I'm going to share with you a scripture from the Book of Mormon, Say a story from the Book of Mormon. I read the Bible and the Book of Mormon. I believe them both to be of God. If you don't believe in the Book of Mormon, I don't care. Just listen to this as though I were of another religion. Like, like you know, I could be a Jew and I'm reading other you know other books you don't have or a, a, a Muslim. And I'm going to share with you a story from my faith just like they would and just appreciate what I'm going to say. This is very important. And I hope you can find good true principles to pull out of this for yourself. When I talk about we okay. have a responsibility... And, Robbie, I, I know you and I are part of the same religion. But oh, what? <laughs> But you remember Captain Moroni, Surprise. right? Yes. Who's Captain Moroni? For, uh, for the sake of the audience, help them remember. You mean, and if uh, you don't remember, the former, former lieutenant. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, whatever. Captain Moroni, leader, well, captain of the armies of the Nephites. And the Nephites, you know, for the sake of the Book of Mormon, they are people who followed God. And yes. Lamanites were the people who did not follow God, who were always trying to attack and and control the Nephites because they had a grudge against them.
1: Yeah, and these are Nephites,
0: good guys, Lamanites, bad guys, and these are pre-Native Americans or what? Yeah, the ancestors, the, the, ancestors uh, of, of the Native, Native Americans. Americans. Not, maybe, North probably Native not Americans. all <laughs> of the Native Americans, just... At, le- at least we, we know the, east, the eastern side of the United States, for sure. Right, yeah. Um, but... Yeah, so, so he was the captain, so therefore he was the leader of all the armies, right? He was in an influential spot. Yes. Yeah. And what happened was, you had you had a man, and oh gosh, there's several that pop up during his during his lifetime. I think this one is, uh, oh, is it Amaron? I think it's Amaron. Um, either way, this guy, he's getting a lot of popularity, and he has this idea that like, hey, this government that's by the people... Because in the Book of Mormon at this point, they finally got away from having a king because kings can often be bad, evil, and unrighteous. If you remember in the Old Testament, if you are familiar with the Bible, uh, Jehovah, God God didn't even want the Israelites to be led by a king. Mm. But they wanted a king so bad, eventually they got a king. But that was not his preference. He wanted the people to be led by him, but not by a king because kings can lead to wickedness. Eventually, the Nephites got away from a king. They had a, a government by the people,
1: yeah.
0: elected officials, judges. Uh, ju- what we what they called judges. They had elected elected officials, and get He's seeing that there's something amiss, mm-hmm. and what he sees here is that this guy is saying, "Hey." I should be king, right? I should really have all this power this because is one of that. The
1: judges or just a random. Uh, dude? Th-
0: this is a random dude, but however, he has a lot of influence over all these other all the judges. Clients. So he's got. Yeah, all because all like these other judges, like what he says to them is, if you if you help me get power, <laughs> yeah, if you help me get a lot of this power, I'll make sure that you you get a lot of power. I'll I'll will g- give you a lot when when you help me get this power, right? Okay. And ultimately, it was coming down to the voice of the people, and Murad did something about it. Now you have to think about it. What he's about to do, he would not have done if the people were already actively defending their freedom and realizing this was a ploy for an evil takeover uh, of the government, right? For the government to be switched into something that it should not be. Something that that would be bad for the people and rob them of their rights. If the people were actively defending that, he would not have done what I'm about to describe he did next. Do you remember what he he did, Rob? I zoned out. I'm so sorry. Oh, It's late. Do I remember
1: what Catherine Moroni did? Yeah, what did he, what did he, he do? Catherine
0: Moroney, uh, the title Liberty. Yeah, title Liberty. He t- he took his cloak, so his his cape thing, right? He took it off, and he wrote on it in memory of our God, freedom, religion, family. Uh, it, like like he he wrote that all that on there to remind people what was at stake. To remember, if you remember these things, you're going to remember that you need to take action for these things. Mm-hmm. When he wrote it down, he then even put on his armor, and he describes in detail all the armor he puts on. And then he goes to the people, and he sees this, and, he, and the people come running together. They see that he's a man of action. He has his armor on, meaning he is serious. Like this is not like this isn't just words. This is a conflict. Political conflict, this doesn't need to come to swords, but you have to take this seriously. Like this this is a matter of it could become a matter of life and death. Like take this seriously. And people saw what he wrote, they realized the cause, and they band together, they came running together and they defended. Ultimately, it came down to a vote, and the voice of the people voted against, I believe it was Zamaron. And, uh, and they were like, you know, the people rejoice, like, yay, we defended our freedom. But thing is they hung up that banner in all the places of the land to remind people, this is what it's, what's at stake. You must remember God, family, freedom, your country, religion, remember those things because that's what's at stake here. And people defended it. Hmm. And then eventually Amron he fled to the bad guys and took people with him. Um, and that caused a great war. However, they still, he got them to do something about it. He got them to take, to use the power they still had within their hands, the power of voting, the power of their voice, to stop an evil takeover, to stop the the uh, this imposition. That's what we're at now, though. The, like, what I'm trying to do here, and what we're hopefully many of us are trying to do, is we're trying to re- help you remember remember God, the source of all your rights and your freedoms. He created us, remember? Just like the Declaration of Independence said, we're all created equal remember your family what will happen to them remember your country there is there is a universal a universal identity amongst all the all of your neighbors that you are countrymen right there's unity to be had and also it's it's a place you want to live in and do good with right like there's all these things here remember those things and if you remember do something about it do something about it and that's what we have to do. We need to do something about it. We cannot forget what is at stake. There's a lot of power still within our hands as a people to fight evil, to fight this encroachment of our rights. And it's an encroachment that is done supposedly for our good, right? Freedom is too dangerous. You're putting other people at risk, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We can't go silently. Do not go silently into the night. Rage, rage, rage against the darkness. So, just remember that we are at a crossroads. Things are getting very serious now. If you listen if you listen to any other podcasts and stuff who are political, you're starting to see there's a change in their tone of voice. What I'm trying to say is it's, it's less about listening to all these uh, people who are giving you updates about the news and it's more about doing something. Guys, if we lose what we have, this is our fault. And we are the last stand for freedom in the world. If we lose it, there's nowhere else to run. Thank you so much for listening to The Alex Spicer Show. And Robert, thank you for being on with us. Um, Please, like, comment, subscribe. Actually, leave a review. review is the number one thing you can do. If you really want to help this podcast get somewhere, leave a review. Uh, especially if you listen to it on Apple's, uh, Apple iTunes uh, podcast, excuse me, leave a review there uh, and leave a good one, five star, and also I'll read your comments if you do so. That'll be yeah. fun. And if you share it with somebody who you're like, oh, they would love this, or oh, I think they would like this podcast
1: or this episode,
0: that helps a lot too. That helps a ton. Like share with them. Share with them a snippet. Share with it because there are people who need to hear this. There are people that just need to They need to hear voiced these feelings within themselves that they've not been acting upon. I know many of you are feeling this way. I'm meeting so many of you who are feeling this way. Well, that is all for now. Live free until next time.